0: from New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, not sure if we're going to do too much of calls today, so we'll announce the phone later if you want. But if you want to leave comments in the chat, you can leave comments at uh, youtube.com slash Uh If you're listening on blog talk radio, just go ahead and join us over on YouTube. It's, it's much easier that way. Um, blog talk radio.com slash If you're listening live, just come on over to YouTube if you want to. Um, you can also leave your comments and questions over uh, liberaldan uh... radio on facebook or liberal dan on facebook and liberal dan radio on twitter as well shouts out to tim aaron jolie jeff everybody else who is in the chat room if you haven't already done so please like the video um... i have i posted two new fat man rants on youtube over the weekend uh... if you want to go ahead and check them out one of them is dealing with uh... anna kasparian from the young turks and her turfy rant. And as it turned out, uh, her little turfy rant that she posted on Twitter about, you know, don't call me a a pregnant person or whatever. It's not something that's new. It it wasn't something that was novel. She had something she and Chank Younger had something 10 months ago that the exact same thing. Uh, so it's, it's something that she's, she's been consistent about and so is he. And so I, I uh, you know, lay into them a little bit. I kind of did a combination fat man rant and coming to terms with activism video on that one, a little introduction to both, I guess. Um, and I also did another fat man rant as well. Check them both out. And, uh, you know, one of the best ways I guess, to get people to subscribe to the channel is to go ahead and share the videos that you like with your friends and they can check them out and they can subscribe to the videos as well. Um, Support the show, Liberal Dan Reader, Patreon, Patreon, patreon.com slash liberaldan or Uh, patreon.liberaldan.com. That's month to month, as low as five bucks a month. You could also uh, buy me a cider. Go to liberaldan.com, click the Buy Me A Cider button. I'm playing around with the template on liberaldan.com. It's kind of under construction right now. Um, Trying to play around with the look and feel, see see if I can find something that's better, better user experience. So if, if it's changing, if it's in flux uh it'll probably still be in flux for the next few weeks or so until i find something better uh so you can just go to buymeacoffee.com slash liberal dan radio as well um do a one-time contribution or just venmo me just friends and family um just do something that doesn't make it look like a purchase i guess just say you know thanks fam or something like that to make it look like it's a friendly like hey here you go or something like that anywho um and of course the Best, again, as always the best way to do things is just help me get to 1,000 subs so I can get enough and then help me get enough views and hour, hours worth of views so I can monetize this so I can start getting subscriptions and, you know, con, you know shout outs in, in the channel as well. And that way, you know, then the show, I think, will really start taking off at that point, I think. So, anywho. Uh, so, we got the indictments yesterday, um, you know. Big news, big news, uh, everyone, you know, it was it was fun seeing Donald Trump being <laughs> escorted into the courtroom and nobody held the door for him. That was a big laugh right there. I got a chuckle out of that one, as did everybody else. Um, hey, Mountain Lady, uh, invasion from the major. Thank you very much, Mountain Lady. Hey, Bicycle Mike, appreciate y'all. Hey, Robert, thank you for joining as well. Um, hey, Kinky Streets, thank you as well for for joining in. Um, like so I really love the fact that Melania didn't show up either. Melania didn't stand by her man in court. That was excellent as well. Uh, then lots of memes going around showing up that Pete Davidson went down to Mar-a-Lago to, to go hang out with Melania as, as Trump was up in New York. Um, only one son went with him, uh, Ivanka didn't show up, you know, <laughs> you know Trump's kind of on all by my, I have to sing it like Trey. All by myself, to be. A P Dubs, um, see Nadia Kasparian has not been my favorite person for a while. No, she has not been my favorite person either. Like, like I consider myself somebody who's on the left. I'm not. I mean, I call myself liberal Dan because I was labeled liberal Dan um, by Rebecca Pratt. Uh, who was a local DJ, a, shock jock, a conservative a political commentator down here in New Orleans. Um, and so it, that kind of stuck, and everyone's like, oh, I can't believe I met Liberal Dan. And I've told that story before. Uh, if you'll see my RIP Rebecca Pratt video, um, you'll, you can find that story as to how I was named Liberal Dan. Uh, but in reality, I'm probably more progressive, more leftist than liberal and if you want to be nitpicky on the terms or what have you uh but i do often find my at least before elon took over twitter i, I often find myself that found myself in arguments a lot with some people on the extreme extreme left um especially the those that i, I consider the whiny left um and annicus Berry and is is very much so on the whiny left as is chank you know both of them the young Turks, you know They should be called the whiny Turks because they just whine incessantly and it's just grating. And it's probably why I've not listened to them for a very, very, very long time because uh, yeah, they're annoying. Aaron goes, be right back dogs. I was like, so are you saying that you're going to be right back because you're dealing with the dogs? Or are you saying like, be right back dogs? Like, you know, calling us your dogs. Uh, Anyway. Hey, Teresa. Hey, Jackie. Um, Anyway. Sorry. So back to Trump. Um, You know, and I was shocked when they announced that the next hearing date was going to be December. Like why December? Do you really need to take that long to have your next hearing date? Like I understand that you're probably going to have to have some time to formulate your motions, like, you're probably going to need some time. I mean, I'm sure the, the defense is going to want to make a whole bunch of summary judgments based off of all 34 of the, of the counts of the felony falsifying business records in the first degree. Uh, I'm sure the you know, prosecution is going to want to make some motions as well. I'm sure they're going to want to do a lot of things and have a lot of preparations, and it's fun. It shouldn't take till December to do it. It's ridiculous. Um, I I, I don't understand why it's going to take that long. We'll we'll get charges in the Atlanta case and in the documents in Mar-a-Lago case and for the federal case before we see any other action on on this case at this point. Um, We'll have the results of the 2024 election before this election is over with we could have a winner in the 2024 election before we get a guilty verdict or an innocent verdict in this case, or not guilty verdict. There is no innocent verdict, so to speak. Um, So, but I did want to go over how these read. I haven't even read them yet. I didn't want to go over. And if they get repetitive, which I'm expecting, they might get repetitive. um, I did want to go over these, these um, filings or these counts just, just to kind of go, because I'm a little bit confused as to how they square the circle on some of these things that they've talked about simply because of the fact. Let's see. Is it true that the head of security from Tiffany's was down at Mar-a-Lago with Melania? I don't know. I haven't heard that. Dan, can you repeat where you have your rants? The rants are right here on this, on the uh, channel. Uh, It's on YouTube, youtube.com slash liberal dan radio. Just go to the, Go to the channel and you'll find them. I also tweet them out on YouTube as well. Um, Aaron or if you're back with your dogs or Jolie, if you want to give a link to the – there is a playlist of Fat Man Rants. um, But the Fat Man rant should be two of the most recently posted videos as well Um, after this one, I should should say. So, uh, oh, we got a contribution. Let's see. It should pop up. Did I see it? I didn't see it. Darn it. Who gave? I could always pop open the, uh, um, I'm mean, page just to see who gave, because I didn't see it on the, on the thing. Do, do, do. I didn't even see it on the other screen either. <laughs> to Teresa, I agree. Dan Sink and Anna from young person. annoying stopped listening a while ago. No, no, thank you. Um, like I wanna I wanna like come up with a with a song like, you know, how you have um what is that Bicycle Mike. Thank you, Bicycle Mike. I, I just I saw your comment, I just saw it on the screen. Appreciate you, thank you so much for that. Um so you have the Michael Jackson P. Y T. Um, you know, like I want to love you. P.Y.T. pretty young thing. Like make like a, a parody. But it's like you know, for the young turks, like I wanna hate you, T Y T, you know, do that way. Like I don't know. I like making parodies. I don't know if that if that parody is gonna be in my wheelhouse or what have you. But <laughs> anyway, it's gotta be uh, it's gotta be something there. I haven't I haven't done uh, that, that. Usually when I think of an idea of a parody. Like I usually just go down that rabbit hole, and, and I and I just and laser focused on finishing that parody. But there's something about this particular parody idea where it just doesn't interest me to make it beyond just I want to hate you, PyT. Um, maybe just because it's a Michael Jackson song, and me, you know, don't don't really feel like dealing with the pedo. <laughs> So, thank you, Jolie, for posting the fat man rant um, anywho uh, so let's bring up there's plenty of places you can find it linked to let's see if you can document cloud if you want to read along with me the Tiffany's guy is rumored to be baron's father funny so i'm not i wouldn't be surprised if if Baron is actually Trump's son, simply because of the fact that he's just so tall, and Trump's actually tall. So I don't. Know, I haven't seen the Tiffany's guy though. So, um, are there other people that have fat man rants? Because I because I kind of searched when I created my first fat man fat man rant. I did not find any other people that had fat man rant videos. Maybe since then they had them, but I think I made the first on YouTube. That was like 2010 maybe, when I made my first fat man rant like 13 years ago. I mean, I don't have a lot of them, but I made two recently, so. Would it be, I mean, look, for all of the family values type things that Republicans run, although, although, you know, Trump and Giuliani are not in the family values wing of the Republican Party. They just use the people who Are the family values types? I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of um, and for all the all the claims of you know sex cult stuff by the Republicans that they claimed of the Democrats. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some shady you know naughty stuff going on you know swapping going on you know and I say shady only because they're hypocritically shaming other people for their activities while doing the same thing, like as long as everybody consents, I don't care what you do. do a key party, swing whatever i don't I don't want you you know my sex life's my business, everyone else's sex lives is their business as long as everyone consents and has fun, not my business. You have fun, I'll have fun, it's all good, but as soon as you start supporting the party that wants to tell other people how they can live their lives, especially when it comes to their consented to sex lives. Yeah. I'm going to call you out on your hypocrisy. So hello, Gibson media. How are you today? Um, Let's see. Let's let's start going over not doing calls yet. If at all today, Um, I may do a, this may be a shorter show. It may only be an hour. We'll see. Um, I do have some final packing to do for my cruise tomorrow. Uh, So uh, let's see. Mala has an ear infection, has to be seen by the vet. This is going to set me back. I'm very sorry. P-dubs, that sucks. Um, Let's see. So let's see. The grand jury of the county of New York by this indictment accuses the defendant of the crime of falsifying business records in the first degree in violation of penal law 17510. Well, let's, let's look up. Penal Law 17510 first just to see just to just to get everyone all caught up. Of course, if we we're Beavis and Butthead, we'd be like, uh, "Penal Law." <laughs> anyway, sorry. So, section 175.1, falsifying records in the first degree. A person is guilty of falsifying business records in the first degree when he commits the crime of falsifying business records in the second degree and when his intent to defraud includes the intent to commit another crime or to aid or conceal the commission thereof. So, clear enough. I think I think the news has done a pretty good job of explaining that. They haven't necessarily – let's just go back to the 175.05, falsifying business records in the second degree – As a person is guilty of falsifying business records in the second degree uh, with the intention to fraud, he makes or causes a false entry in the business records of an enterprise or alters the races, obliterates, deletes, removes, or destroys a true entry in the business records of an enterprise or omits to make a true entry in the business records of an enterprise in violation of a duty to do so, which he knows to be imposed upon him by law or the nature of his position, or prevents the making of a true entry or causes the omission thereof in the business records of an enterprise. Falsifying business records of the second degree is a class A misdemeanor. Uh, of course, if you do it if you do it to do another crime, that is the where it becomes a felony. Um, okay, hold on. Do, do, do. five business records, New York, do, 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 let's see, the answer true, yes, New York's five the according to verify, yes, New York's five-year statute of limitations for felonies can be extended in some cases, what we found, statutes of limitations are time limits in which the prosecutor must bring criminal charges in a case. Those time limits vary by state by state and depend on the severity of crime. <clears throat> the statute of limitations on most felonies in New York is five years, including the charges for falsifying business records that Trump is facing. There are exceptions to this time limit for certain crimes, such as first-degree murder and rape, which do not have statutes in the state. Generally, a statute of limitations starts when the crime occurs, according to the attorney and NOLO editor Rebecca Perez. This means the prosecutor would have five years from that date to bring felony charges against someone in New York. But there are exceptions that extend the statute of limitations for charges in New York. Legal experts told verify. The statute of limitations is, quote, told or paused when the defendant is not continuously present in the state. Paul Schiff Berman, a law professor at the George Washington University, said this exception is explicitly stated in New York law. In calculating the time limitation applicable to the commencement of a criminal action, the following period shall not be included. A, any period following the commission of the offense during which the defendant was continuously outside the state or the whereabouts of the defendant were continuously unknown and continuously unascertainable by the exercise of reasonable diligence. However, in no event shall the period of limitation be extended by more than five years beyond the period otherwise applicable under subdivision two. The prosecution may argue in Trump's case that he was continuously out of New York while he served as president from 2017 to 2021, CUNY school law professor Jeremy Krimner said. Um, let's see, when Donald Trump officially moves to Mar-a-Lago. Boom, 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 boom. Trump changed his residency to to Palm Beach in 2019, um, and the crimes that Donald Trump is accused of in the indictment is 20 or February 14th, 2017, and so in 2019 he officially moved to Palm Beach. That's his, that made it his official residence. So he so for 2017 to 2019 is two years, and since he still lives there, 2019 to 2023 is four years, which means that's not five years. Which means, oh, according to New York law, only two years has passed for the statute of limitations when it comes to the calculation. So, Gibson Media, according to the laws under New York state law. The statute of limitations has not run out. He is still within the five years statute of limitations. If you follow the law of New York that says if you're living outside of the state of New York, those years do not count towards the statute of limitations. Explain how I will get Gibson media. I will get to the misdemeanor becomes a felony. What's the other crime? We will We will get to that, you know, because I have my questions about that part of it, too. So. We'll get there. Kinky Streets is right. New York statute stops and starts when they leave and come back to New York. Exactly. There you go. Um, Kinky Streets, a statue of limitations blew up that Russian nut job blogger. (laughs) That is a terrible, horrible joke, Kinky Streets, and I am just very mad. That joke makes me mad because I didn't think of it first. (laughs) That is hilarious. That is absolute. Jeff Curry, been a Democrat entire life, never been asked to join a sex club, damn it. I mean, I'm sure you could find one if you look hard enough. (laughs) Let's see. All right, so the defendant in New York Lindsay on and about February 14, 2017, with intent to defraud and intent to commit another crime and aid and conceal the commission thereof, made and caused a false entry in the business record of Enterprise to win an invoice from Michael Cohen, marked as a record of Donald Trump revocable trust and kept and maintained by the Trump organization. Uh, Grand jury aforesaid accuses the defendant of falsifying business records in the account of first degree violation of the penal law as follows, defendant of the County of New York. On or about February fourteenth, Valentine's Day. How could you do all this on Valentine's Day? I mean, come on. Um, bearing voucher number. Yeah, this isn't very exciting. This is basically just the same thing over and over again. And they're not showing what the other crime is. Um. So, all right. So let's go over. New York crime. To what is it? Um, crime. How did how did he word it? How did how did the DA word it? To while running for office. How did some, is that how they word? It? Is it defraud to running for office? Um, No, it's not defraud. That's not what I'm looking for. Um, it's uh, what is the wording that he used for? Because there was there was a there's the specific wall in the state. Let's district. Let's let's look at this up this way. District Attorney, New York, uh, a statement, eh, statement after arraignment. Let's see. If I had a nickel for every time I had to pay off a porn star, I wouldn't have a single red penny. <laughs> hey, Elizabeth, how's it going? Good to me he never used campaign money. Uh, really, what crime was committed? Anyway, I cannot pay you money in, a, in an agreed deal. Uh, let's see. Topic for later Tennessee, calling the protesters children interaction, insurrectionists. We might have to look at that, maybe after the cruise. Um, Nadia, Trump is vastly less dangerous than the more competent fascists like DeSantis. I don't know. I don't know if Trump is less dangerous than DeSantis. I really don't even, don't even know if DeSantis is more competent. Like, DeSantis got fooled by Disney. That's for darn sure. Um, so... Trying to get the transcript of the speech and not his, um, just to see what he says. I don't want the audio. I just want the words. The intent to commit or conceal another crime, including state and federal election laws. Let's see. It always bothers me that it says is the former president pleaded not guilty to the 40, 34 felony charges. Shouldn't it be the former president pled not guilty to the 34 felony charges? Is there an English major in the chat room? I mean, is pleaded not guilty correct? Shouldn't it be pled? Is pled more correct? Is pled and pleaded both correct? Um So part of the scheme, Bragg said Trump and others made three different payments to people who claimed to have negative information about the former president and his allies, worried would hurt his chances. One of those three people was Stormy Daniels, Bragg said, the porn star, whatever, whatever, hush money, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Why did Donald Trump repeatedly make these false statements? The evidence to show he covered up crimes relating to the 2016 election. Statement released just as of Trump's arraignment. Let's see. No, 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 no. It's not – that article did not have the words he was looking for. Meanwhile, the country is going down the tubes inflation, unsecured borders of what Hillary, her crimes – are Hillary's crimes really more serious than weaponizing the legal system? I don't think that the system is, is weaponized. Look, here's the thing against the media, and look, again, we're still not taking calls on this one, but let's see. al pleaded is correct, but is pled also correct, or am I just silly? Um, Donald Trump, I would argue, was more hands-on with his uh, attorneys general than Biden is with his. I think Biden and Obama were both more, hey, you guys do what you need to do, and we're not going to micromanage. And Trump was more, go after these people. But um, Donald Trump, what, had two, I guess the third at the very, very end? None of his attorneys general brought charges against Hillary Clinton. Why not? Why did none of Donald Trump's attorneys general bring charges against Hillary Clinton if bringing charges against Hillary Clinton, if she was so guilty? Answer, because she wasn't. They knew she wasn't. And... It's better for the Republicans to have the Hillary is guilty and a criminal attack line to use than it is for them to have her be acquitted, especially especially acquitted. I mean, if if they put her up and she gets convicted, then maybe they get to say, yeah, we convicted Hillary, but then it's over then it's completely over and you don't get to bring up Hillary Clinton anymore because then she's in jail and she's no longer the boogeyman but if she's out and about and free you get to use her as a boogeyman so the Republican party would rather have if if she's really guilty they would rather have her out and free and use her as a boogeyman than then put her than then actually bring justice and lock her up but there's another reason, like if they leave her out, then they they know Trump is going to be accused of crimes because they know Trump is guilty of crimes. they know Trump is guilty of crimes, so if they leave her uncharged, they can try and make the argument, and their followers many of whom are the poorly educated that Donald Trump says he claims to love, they can then go, well, why isn't Hillary being charged? Just like you just did Gibson media. Why isn't Hillary being charged? It's unfair. You're weaponizing the justice system. You didn't go after Hillary. Well, they didn't go after Hillary, but nobody's questioning the fact that it wasn't them that had the opportunity to go after Hillary and they didn't do it again, because, Now it gives them the opportunity to say, well, they didn't go after Hillary. But it was them that didn't go after Hillary. But it was their choice to not go after Hillary. Because it's all a game to them. They don't care about, they don't really care about putting people away. Now, the Clinton family doesn't have too much power. It's just a myth. If it was really found out that, like, Bill Clinton was going to Epstein's Island and literally participating in underage rape, like, you would see the Democrats calling for his head. I would be the first in line. Simple as that. And if if it was shown that Donald Trump was going to Epstein's Island and taking part with, you know, in underage rape. I would also be first in line calling for his head. Now, if Bill Clinton was found to be going to Epstein's Island and having underage rape, Republicans would be calling for Clinton's head. If it was shown that Donald Trump was going to Epstein's Island and participating in underage rape, Donald Trump supporters would say, oh, it's fake news, they're lying. They're lying. It's not true. They wouldn't believe it. You could have pictures of Donald Trump doing it. And they would be like, no, it's not true. That's fake. That's that's, that's a deep fake. It's a liberal sham. They will will never believe it. Just like, like I guarantee you, like all these pundits that that are like, they, they will never believe that they justly lost an election. None. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe like, you know, in a a purely liberal district, any close district, like I'm sure the Republicans generally know that they lose New York, they lose California, and that's reasonable. But like any anywhere where it's close, they're never going to believe that they really lost there. It's always going to be this was stolen from us. And that's going to be the line from here to the end of time until you have mature people taking over the party. And it's as simple as that because they can't have mature arguments anymore because Donald Trump and the rest of the children are running the party. So Trump, Ms. P. Dubbs, Trump supposedly did rape an underage girl. The story was killed. The girl was threatened, supposedly. I mean, Trump supposedly, when he was in charge of the Miss Teen USA, he walked right into the, to the underage girl's changing room whilst they were changing. He had no problem with that. bicycle, bicycle mic, i'm being censored why what's being censored i don't i mean i don't necessarily see that you're being censored are you posting links because usually if, if you're trying to post a link typically the only people that can post links are mods that could be why um jeff curry trumpers tell me that trump never knew epstein yeah of course There's pictures of him and Epstein and Jelaine Maxwell right there together in pictures. Of course, oh, that's that's photoshopped. That's not real pictures. No, it's not real pictures at all. Um, So anyway, I don't remember the exact words that the district attorney Bragg used when it came to, like, how he worded, how how it applies like there's new york law basically says that you can't um you can't do certain crimes when you're trying to run an election like and i don't know if it mean i think i think he's trying to ha- sort of run up a novel concept that like generally speaking like if you're doing this while participating in an election that he's trying to make the argument that it doesn't matter if it's a state or federal election. That if you're running for office and you're doing these actions, it's illegal in New York, regardless if it's a local state or federal election. I don't know if that's going to hold up. I really don't. I, I question if that's going to hold up and I would really have to do a, a much deeper dive on the set of laws in that, when it comes to that and be able to, and just see if that's the case. And if, 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 New York law really would allow you to hold somebody accountable for violating a law for being shady when it comes to running for a federal office and be punished under state law. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm just wondering how the state law is worded in such a way to how the prosecution is going, where the prosecution is going to be able to hang their hat to be able to make that argument and i don't see necessarily how they make that argument now and if they are able to make that argument and to, to this judge and if the judge accepts the argument as being allowable does that argument you know ex- will that argument be accepted by the appeals court well if the appeals court accepts that argument will that argument be accepted by the Supreme Court of the state of New York? If that argument is accepted by the Supreme Court of the state of New York, will the Supreme Court of the United States accept that argument? There's a lot of questions, especially because the Supreme Court of the United States is a conservative activist Supreme Court, three of which, three of those justices were named by Donald Trump himself. So I'm questioning as to whether or not so, so, so it's very well possible that Donald Trump could get convicted on one or more of these 34 counts of these felonies based on the idea that he did some bad action pertaining to a federal election and as to, to try and defraud somebody while violating a federal election law and then – or while violating a law pertaining to running for a federal election – and then it go all the way up to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court is pushes it way back to the lower courts and then say, well, no, you can't do that because you can't have a state law punishing somebody for violating a federal law and then have it pushed back. And then it goes back to a lesser included, which I believe is the case where in New York, if you, as I re- if I'm recalling it correctly, all of these 34 charges, if it's not shown that you get the helping him do another crime part where it where that brings it up to the felony. So the class E felony, if you don't get that, it can still fall back to the um, second degree crime, which then becomes a class A misdemeanor. So we'll see. We'll see if the judge accepts the argument. We'll see. And we'll see if that argument holds up for all of the appeals all the way up to the Supreme court and who knows how, who knows how long will Donald Trump still be alive by the time that all takes place? I don't know. I really don't know. I can't say for certain, you know, there's a lot of questions for that, but I personally, am just wondering if, if, if that's going to be, if that will hold water, I don't know. And I have my doubts, frankly, I'm not saying this to defend Donald Trump. I I don't think that his actions should be considered legal. I mean, he, he did, you know, I mean, New York is apparently a very strict state. I mean, you have a lot of businesses, especially in the financial sector, in the city of New York, in the state of New York. You have a lot of people that are doing a lot of big business in that state. So New York is good probably going to be very clamped down on making sure that if you're doing business in the city of new york in the state of new york that you better you better dot all your i's and cross all your t's and make sure that everything is filled out properly and that you're not trying to get away with shenanigans and donald trump was trying to get away with lots of shenanigans and you heard in in some of the tapes that he was trying to get away with some of those shenanigans right on those tapes like he wanted to pay somebody in cash, and Michael Cohen was like, nope, no, nope, don't pay in cash. Every time we're trying to move money, column A, column B, move it here, move it there. And look, there's a lot of financial shenanigans that are legal that probably shouldn't be, but, you know, they're still legal. So to actually go find one that that is illegal takes a lot of work, but you never know. Let's see. MTG is performing conjugal visits. People are saying, <sighs> <sighs> "Marjorie Taylor comes up." MTG comes out from a conjugal visit, and someone asks, "Why the long face?" Uh, it may be that the predicate crime could be a federal crime. I don't think Brian would have mentioned it at the press conference. I mean, I, I don't think we've—I don't think they've actually talked about what those actual other crimes are, and then that, that'll come out in trial. I think. Um, right, they have the financial center in the world in New York, exactly. Let's see, Epstein's flight laws, nobody can prove they're legitimate. That's another thing. Like, you know, back when everyone was like, let's all see Epstein's flight laws. And I'm like, you know, back in the day, I was kind of like, yeah, you know, sure, let's see him. But then I'm like, after thinking about it a little bit, I'm like, you know, maybe not. Maybe we shouldn't see Epstein's flight logs why uh, because who's to say that everything that took place on that island was horrible maybe just maybe maybe there were events on that island that were were just completely legit so if there were people that went to Epstein's Island for completely legitimate everybody is above the age of 21 and all legal and nothing is bad and nothing is morally questionable and everything is on the up and up and nobody's getting raped and nobody is getting molested and nobody is getting drugged and everybody is there consenting to whatever is going on. Then why should that person who went to that island for that trip be lumped in with other people who may have gone to enough or another trip where things we're going on that were illegal. That's why I would be like, eh, maybe don't release the entire flight logs. That might not be the best of ideas because then you're going to ruin people's lives who may or may not have done bad things. So, Gibson Media, what cannot come out of trial? What? What were you saying cannot come out of trial? yeah mtG's comments about people being arrested, including Jesus killed me yeah, her I mean the worship of Donald Trump is just you know her like Mandela went to prison and Jesus went to prison like really? how can you hold Donald Trump to such esteem? He's a con artist he is a he is a snake oil salesman he is a he is the hired gun. That, she, that the Republicans hired to beat the Democrats. And he beat the Democrats. He won. He did the job that you wanted him to do in 2016. He beat Hillary. He did what y'all wanted him to do. He is the hired gun. He's the mercenary y'all hired. That's it. To hold him in high esteem that, y'all, that some of y'all do is just bizarre. He's not a good person whatsoever. He's a terrible person. He's an absolutely terrible person. And I wish that some of y'all would just say, yes, he's a terrible person, but he's our terrible person. And we need a terrible person to win. At least some of y'all would be honest at that point. At least some of y'all would just simply be honest at that point, because you will, some of y'all would at least recognize and just understand that, look, we need to win and we can't win with anybody else where we can win with him. At least, at least y'all will be honest. at that point. He's, it's horrible! Like he's not good. Nothing he does is is good. They're all rich and powerful. 1793 France is what's needed. Well, I mean, they did have a guillotine out there when they were trying to say hang Mike Pence. Or no, it, was, it wasn't a guillotine. It was a it was a it was a gallows that they had. I'm sorry. Um, and the Clintons are not, um, I I don't think the Clintons are as bad as Trump. No, um, there's clear evidence. I mean, you have, there's evidence that Bill Clinton had affairs. Yes. Bill Clinton cheated on his wife and apparently Hillary Clinton had, I don't know if she didn't have a problem with it, or if she was just willing to just be okay with it. Um, did did he sexually assault somebody? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Donald Trump is on video on tape saying that he just walks up on people and grabs them by the hoo ha. There's nothing like that from Bill Clinton. Donald Trump has basically admitted that he uses the courts to manipulate the system and steal money from people donald trump has basically stolen money from trump university he defrauded people from trump university he uses the bankruptcy bank he basically admitted to being a smart a smart business person by abusing the laws of the bankruptcy system to be able to enrich himself like what more do you want and even if you want to say, yeah, sure, the Clintons are bad people, then fine. You're still not admitting that. that you still have to admit that, that, that the, that the Trump, that Trump is a bad person. You're still, but they're still worshiping Trump as if he's Jesus. You have people that are worshiping Trump like Jesus. It's ridiculous. West. They are best friends. They just don't have sex anymore, right? Like there's the joke that uh, when Bill Clinton was like, "I did not have sex with that woman," that he was actually pointing to Hillary Clinton in the back of the room. Um, Aaron, I do not declare that Bill got a blow job in all. I thought I almost said oral office in the Oval Office. Uh, yeah, me neither. And like Monica Lewinsky was like, was was I think was taken advantage of more by what Linda Tripp than anything else. And like she was told somebody that she was going to go to the White House and earn her presidential knee pad. Like, come on. Like, was it was it was it ethical for Bill Clinton to do what he did? Did he have power over Monica that he shouldn't have taken advantage of? Should he have said no? Should he have stopped it? Yeah, absolutely not. He shouldn't have done it. Bill Clinton should not have should have understood that he had that it, that the situation was one that was not good, and that him and his position of power over an intern would, you know, did not pass the smell test so that even if she really wanted it, you shouldn't have done it. And today, in today's day and age, yeah, absolutely not. Don't do it because you have power over, over her and you shouldn't do it. It doesn't mean, I mean, like the, the hugs that you saw Monica giving Bill Clinton out in the public didn't, didn't, didn't really, uh, show me or, or, or say to me that this is somebody that's being sexually assaulted in the, in the, in the Oval Office. Why am I saying oral office? <sighs> One of Trump's own days said he actually went, well, Trump didn't go bankrupt seven times, but his businesses went bankrupt seven times. And that's the thing. But he, that, that that's how businesses, that's how Trump uses his businesses. He, he take all the money out of his businesses and his business goes bankrupt. So he doesn't have to pay his debtors. Like, so he can make a whole crap ton of money, but then the people that the business owns don't get, doesn't get paid because the business is bankrupt. It's gotten to the point where one of his businesses, he, he goes to the business. He can't loan money or he can't get loans from, from regular banks. He has to get loans from like Deutsche Bank or from Russia, which is one of the reasons why you don't want him as president is because He's now um beholden to foreign oligarchs, which is why he's basically owned by Russia. But no but none of the conservatives want to talk about that. They're, oh, it's a hoax. No, it's not a hoax. He's in debt to foreign banks. Hey Benny Loco, what's up? Yeah, bicycle Michael. I don't know. I don't. I don't started with less money than dad. I don't think he start, He has less money than what his dad gave him. But if Donald Trump had simply put the money that his dad gave him into hedge funds instead of going into business, it's said that Donald Trump would have had more money today than had he done his businesses. So not only did Donald Trump scam people out of their money with his business ventures, he was terrible at it. Like, in order for him to not be even worse than what he was as a business person, he had to scam people out of their money. Had he not scammed the people out of his money, he probably would have been even worse off. I can't be arsed about Lewinsky war crimes against Yugoslavia, spawning the abolition of warfare in NAFTA. You're going to get neolip raising a DNC with the DLC or more without holding against Clinton. Yeah, I mean, yeah, NAFTA was terrible. Um, yeah, there are, there are definitely things that we could look at Clinton and be like, you know, I'm definitely to the left of the Clintons, probably the left of the Obamas, too. Like, I'm definitely to the left of Biden. But then there are things that, you know, well, there are things that Biden signed that I don't like. But, you know, there are things that Biden signed that it's like, well, you do you want the Violence Against Women Act? to get the of against women act, you have to get the crime bill looking with hindsight. We don't like the crime bill, but back when the crime bill was signed uh, the black, the majority of the people who were mayors who were happened to be black uh, in charge of black cities were like, yes, please sign us the crime bill. We want this tough on crime thing because back then all of the experts were like tough on crime is the way to go. And nowadays it's like, no, it's not tough on crime that we want. We want, you know, Proactive measures that are going to deal with the problem of crime more holistically, instead of trying to react to it. So that's and so was so a lot of times when people are trying to blame Biden for his whole tough on crime approach and for his speech on the Senate and everything like that, and even for Hillary Clinton's, Hillary Clinton's comments on the whole thing, um, which are often taken out of context. Um, they're they're always taken out of the context of the thinking of the experts of the day instead of looking at them in the context of how we think about it today, which is not the way to do things. Clinton or Obama were orange treasonous, uh, cork soakers. Have you ever seen the Saturday night live bit where they talk about soaking corks uh, and they can't keep a straight face. That's hilarious. Um, who brought up soldiers in Ukraine? I think I missed one of Gibson. Biden is not in Ukraine. What? I mean, Biden went to Ukraine and visited it. Okay, what about it? I don't understand. What's your point? I mean, Biden is... Do, uh... do, do, do. I would put Benny LoCo. give me a million and I'll live off the interest. There's a funny story about that. Me and my wife, Cassie, went to Disney World one time, and it was before our kids. And we're sitting there on the bus. <laughs> and we we're, 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 I think we were staying at the uh, Pop, Pop Century uh, Hotel um, on, on grounds, and we're taking the bus to one, one of the parks. And all of a sudden, the guys behind us are having this conversation. And and they're from, like, New York or New Jersey or something. And the first thing the guy says that we hear out of his mouth is, man, I don't want to go to prison. And we were just, like, hitting each other on the leg, like, oh, my God, this is about to be epic. And so they were having this I don't remember the entire conversation about prison. But then it started talking about, like, like, like money and things like that. Like, man, you know, I could like, you know, get a, you get a million dollars and like you put that in the bank and you get some interest or something. And, you know, maybe you can make like 50 grand a year of interest. And and then you could like, you know, just live off the interest every year. And then the guy's like, yeah, but then you got to pay taxes on the interest. And the other guy's like, they tax you on that. And that's probably one of the most quoted lines that I do or that me and her do, like, of all of the things that we quote, like, that are not lines that we have said to each other, like, things that we have said or done, like, that are either pet names to us or whatever, like, if it's not things that have we said to each other or our kids have said, like, maybe the, they tax you on that. Is one of the top five things that we say to each other, and it's hilarious. So, it's four percent is forty. I think he was. I think he was assuming that he'd be able to get five percent um, on the uh, on the million. I mean, if you're if and I mean, if you're able to. I mean, if you're able to put that as, if you put the million aside and you can sit on it for a few years and work a little more and, and get some compounded interest. Speaking of which, that's an idea that I'm working on. Some, thing for my next video that I want to make eventually. Um, but my two fat man rants took priority. See, <laughs> bicycle bike, I live less than 40K now. Give me a million. I'll volunteer everywhere. That's the thing. And one of the things, though, is that, as I found, the more money you make, like, the more you spend. And so you make more money you spend more money and then so you never really are bringing in more money you you're you're just you're just finding more ways to spend the money that you're now making more of so fortunately like i have it at my job now to where every time every year like i get as i get a raise like i'm i'm putting 1% of it more into my 401k so at least some of it is going into some more of it is going into savings every year so hopefully i'll be able to have some money when i re- eventually retire but yeah. Um I'm one of a few in little needs I'm low maintenance Uh I don't know what I am yet I'm probably going to want to be high maintenance I probably want to go on lots of cruises in my retirement so I need to start saving up some good money or, or at least I want to be able to do the podcast five days a week when I retire Liberal Day Radio five days a week now that I'm retired that'd be awesome to do in uh what 2043 maybe <laughs> yeah so, Wes, money is imaginary. I mean, yeah, I mean, money is money. Wait, money is what it is. Is that what it is? Hold on, here it is. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um... If you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? I'm waiting for Donald Trump to take the Fifth Amendment on these say, on, in these trials. That'll be excellent, kimchi. I want to be high maintenance one day. And I'm sure when you're high maintenance, there'll probably be somebody who'll be very looking forward, very much looking forward to maintaining you too, right? Um, the, the GQP forked around now, they're finding out. That's one of the good, I mean, those elections in, in was it Wisconsin? The Supreme Court election, where they were there are Republican counties like that Mitt Romney, like just trounced, like when, when Mitt, Rom- Mitt Romney was running 12 years, nine years, nine years ago? 11 years ago when Mitt Romney ran 11 years ago and he won that he won that county by like a bunch and this year that county was only won by the Republicans by like five percent like the Republicans are losing traction to the point where like Ann Coulter tweeted out something like we won we got Roe versus Wade overturned Now stop pushing the abortion thing because we're not going to have any seats left if we keep doing it. And it's like, you know what? You're probably right, but they're going to keep the, the Republicans are greedy and they think they're going to keep put because they want on it. They want to keep pushing it. And as they keep pushing on it, they're going to lose. And then they're going to blame like that. We don't have paper ballots or some shit. Hey, David A., what's going on? Um, What's wrong, bicycle Mike? Are are, is it links that you're trying to say or what? Like, what are you trying to post? Can you e- email me Liberal Dan Radio at gmail? What you're trying to uh, what you're trying to say, and I'll try and post it. Send me an email, uh, radio at gmail dot com, and I'll I'll see I'll see what what's being censored, and I'll see if it how if it's ridiculous or not, and I'll read it if you want me to as well. Um, What, Chippendales, what? Jeff Curry, I also liked Cork Soaker. Man, you're falling. are you just listening late, Jeff Curry? What's what's going on? I, I didn't mention Cork Soaker, like, I mentioned Cork Soaker a long time ago. Um, Thomas has new test results, i have to check those later. Let's open that up again. I'm also suspecting that YouTube is zapping the links as well. That's what I'm I'm assuming, because you can't give. Like, I also love Jeff Curry. I also love the sweaty Balls, Pete sweaty, Shwetty Balls, Shwetty Wieners. Oh, yeah, Kinky Streets. I'm sorry. I did say I was going to show that. Uh What? I completely forgot that I was gonna that I was gonna do that and in my packing and uh, Kinky Streets is upset with me. I literally just forgot about it. I mean I can still do it. I know Kinky left. I mean, let me just send this email real quick. I said I was going to do it, if unless something else big dropped, and we did happen to get the indictment or the the arraignment yesterday. Sorry. (sighs) Oh, well. I mean, I was going to play it, and I still was going to play it. Anyway. I mean, I like Kinky Streets, but whatever, you know. I told I told Kinky Streets that I was going to play it unless something happened and something happened. So, whatever. <sighs> Kid Rock is an idiot. I know that is not profound or anything, but I think it needs to be said. Yeah, I mean Harry Turtledove, which who is an author. Uh, Jolie, Kinky Street sent me an email and said something. Um, let's see. I'm like, I tried to post Orange Mussolini. I posted Orange Jesus and related material. It's bad. <laughs> Let's see. Orange Mussolini. Orange Jesus. Feared. I can say them. <laughs> Yeah, Kiki Streets said she part of it. She was Kiki Street is angry because of part of it because they didn't play that video that I said I was gonna play. So anyway, um, Mandarin Machiavelli. <laughs> See, have you seen the commercial where the father is telling his son to tell the Jewish people coming out of their synagogue the nasty crap he has been typing to their face? No, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that yet. Cantaloupe Caligula is there a tangerine one let's see tangerine uh, was it to would it be togo Is there a tea leader What would be a good tea leader Bad leaders starting with tea tangerine torquemada there you go tangerine torquemada. <laughs> Of course, reminds me of the uh, History of the World Part 1, uh, the scene with the, uh, the um, whatchamacallit, the Spanish Inquisition of, uh, you know, "Paul, talk him out ask him for forgiveness, he won't do it. Let's face it, you can't talk him out of everything, anything. I did like the uh, History of the World Part 2 on Hulu. It was good. I don't think it was as necessarily as rewatchable as History of the World Part 1. I'm, I could probably sit and watch History of the World Part 1 many, many, many times. I don't know if I would sit and watch History of the World Part 2 as much as I would watch History of the World Part 1. But History of the World Part 2 had a lot of good fan service. And I think there may very well be – they might very well do another season of History of the World Part 2. So, But yes, Bell Brooks is a genius. I love History of the World Part 2. I love – Blazing Saddles, I love um, uh, so many of his movies. Like, Funny thing is, like I saw History of the World Part 1 before Blazing Saddles, and they have a lot of repeated jokes in both movies, and so some of the jokes in Blazing Saddles weren't as funny, because I had seen the jokes in History of the World Part 1 first. So, you know, but they're still funny. But the um, there was a time at Disney World because the, the the greatest line is just the, it's good to be a king line. Like I love when that comes up because it came up at the end of uh, um, Robin Hood was it Men in Tights and Patrick Stewart's the king or whatever and he kisses he kisses uh, Maid Marion. And he comes up and he's like, "It's good to be the king." And then there was a, there was a show, the the Broadway production of the producers. It was like, you'll be rich, you'll be whatever. Nathan Lee's like, "You'll be rich, you'll be famous, you'll be king or whatever." And then he looks to the audience and is like, "It's good to be the king," you know. And like any time that Mel Brooks throws that into anything, I'm like, "That's amazing! I love it! It's great." Um, and uh, so I went to. Disney World. I don't some some of you might have heard this one already. I went to Disney World one time. It was with an ex-girlfriend, uh her mom and her little brother. And we're walking around Epcot and back at that that time they had this little acting troupe that would go around all the different countries at Epcot. We're in England and the acting troupe stopped there and and I wanted to see it. Her mom had no interest in seeing it. And I was getting tired of her mom telling everything and, and controlling the entire trip. And I was just like Tell me where you're going to be. I would like to watch this, and I'll meet you there. And to my surprise, my ex, my girlfriend at the time, was like, let's just stay. He wants to watch it. Let's just stay. I'm like, who are you, and what did you do with my girlfriend? Because normally my girlfriend wouldn't have just done that right now and stood up to her own mother to defend me. Um, Notice she's my ex-girlfriend for a reason. Um, So they're looking for volunteers they were looking for the volunteer to be the king. I'm just standing there kind of looking around and I'm not waving my hand at all. Like I'm not trying to volunteer. I'm just there to watch. Unbeknownst to me, my ex-girlfriend's little brother is like behind me doing this. And they come dragging me up there to be the king. And so I'm like, all right, fine. I'll be the king. And so they're like, you need to do your royal decree, and I was like, free beer, and everyone's like, woo, and then they're like, now you have to give the royal proclamation or whatever, and and they give this like long like fifteen word thing. I don't even remember what the fifteen word thing was. Um, and I and I looked down at him and I was like what he said and he looked up at me and i was like it's good to be the king and about half the people laughed they kind of chuckled because they thought it was funny and half the people laughed i guess because they recognized the line from the mel brooks movie um movies i should say and so um the whole thing goes on and at the very end they had made a. They wanted me to say something else to close out the thing. And it was another very long thing. And I was like, what he said. And he looks back at me and I'm like, it's good to be the king. And more people laughed and we finished up and, got, and we bowed and everything. And I was like, that was really fun. And it was really fun that I did that thing. And, and I don't know, it was fun that I got to pull off a Mel Brooks line. And it seemed just so natural that it happened. And then I got laughs for it. It was really fun. So I really enjoyed that. And it was nice that my girlfriend at the time stood up for me to her mom, which is crazy. So, um, yes, West, young Frankenstein, Brocher <laughs> Um, In college, I smoked some weed and watched The Gods. Must be crazy. I thought I was die laughing, I'm sure. David, a yes. Yes. No, 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 no. Yes. Yeah, love that one. Um, I watched History of the World Part One. And, like, I remember the scene with, like, the stand-up. We're doing the stand-up philosophy in front of the emperor. um, And there was a friend of mine, Jared. Um, He was in, like, seventh grade and I was in eighth grade. He was one year younger than me in middle school um and i think he slept over one time and we just we watched a whole bunch of movies and i was like let's watch this movie and i don't think he'd seen it before and like he was just laughing the entire night like just dying laughing just at this movie and i mean i laughed too it was funny but i just remember his laugh was just so infectious when it comes to that and i mean um and unfortunately with him like I think I was in high school. I think I was in ninth grade or 10th grade, maybe. Maybe. It, I think I might have been a junior in high school when it happened, but he eventually, he passed away from like leukemia. Um, I think I was in 11th grade. He was in 10th grade. And it was, he was really, really young. Um, and it was really sad when it happened. And um, like, I'm still friends with his like little brother on Facebook. I and mean, his little brother was like the spitting image of thing like, of him. Like we used to call him little Jared. Um it was very sad when he passed away, but it's like just one of my two like like fondest memories of 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 him and so uh so yeah, so that movie just is is just one of my really good memories of him um let's see didn't look one time at Disney World really walked into a gift shop, and there was my friend from school didn't see that coming I've had weird stories like that um Let's see. I found the life of Brian blasphemous until the third time the brainwashing is real. Nice. Um, I, have a, I have a third time story about a, mo- about a movie too. There's, I used to go, I went to two years of summer camp. Like most of the years of, of, most of the summers I did like Boy Scout camp and then just stayed home the rest of the time. One summer I went to go live with my cousins in and my aunt and uncle in Dallas when my mom went to Israel one summer I went to Israel and two summers I went to camp Ramah in the Poconos. It was a Jewish sleepaway camp. So like like they actually kept kosher and and you uh you know you had some Hebrew classes and you, you did dancing and swimming and everything like that. It was uh it was you know all very fun for the most part. There were some asshole kids there, whatever. What what do you expect to, it's a summer camp? I'm sure you're going to have asshole kids at every at every camp. So, um, time a little bit. We'll, we'll continue talking for a bit since we're going to be yapping, I guess, about random stuff. Um, so, so one of the, one of the kids that went there, went there, there was like, there was a couple of people that I was good, that I was friends with. One of his guy's name was Corey. Um, Corey was like really into like, um, Phantom of the Opera, Les Mis, stuff like that. Um, very much in, into, like, shows, Broadway stuff. Um, he came down for my Bar Mitzvah when I was 13. It was, like, he came down for my Bar Mitzvah, and then he went right back up, and then I saw him, like, two days later at camp. Um, but never really spoke to him again much after, like, I didn't go back to the summer camp, like, like a year later. But it was weird, like, when I went to Israel with, like, my high school friends, like, or the friends that I went to, like, middle school and, and high school with, like, we went and And the people in summer camp went and we happened to cross paths. And I was like, oh, hey, it's those people. Um, But then like much later on, like I go to start off going to Tulane, go to Tulane for a couple of years, take a year off, go to University of New Orleans. I'm sitting there in the student health center at University of New Orleans. Now, I'm from Baltimore. Corey lived in Pennsylvania. The camp was in Pennsylvania. I'm sitting in the student health center waiting to be called on. And I'm looking over. and I'm like, looking over, looking over. I'm like, Corey? He looks over. He's like, yeah. I'm like, now my nickname at summer camp was Danzo. I don't know why it was Danzo, but it was Danzo. I'm like, Danzo from Ramah. And he was like, what? So, yeah, he's, he ended up going to the same college that I went to down south, which is just bizarre. And he was like, well, what's your major? And I was like, I'm a computer science major. And he goes, that's not surprising. I remember you spent your bar mitzvah money on a computer. Like, how do you remember that? That's crazy. Yeah, Danzo. So, yeah, that, that was my nickname. So, Kim, you were, you were going to ask me why I don't have an accent, like, from New Orleans? Yeah, that's why, because I'm from Baltimore. But I don't have a Baltimore accent either. The one thing I do have is I do say y'all. The reason I say y'all, I mean, I might have picked up y'all anyway, but when I was a freshman down here, one of the people on my freshman floor was dating this girl who was going to LSU, and she would come visit us. And she was a sweet girl. She was so sweet and so nice, and she was nice to all of us, like – and he was a nice guy, and like I didn't like poke fun at her in a mean way. Like, like so a lot of times when I when I poke fun at people, it's because I like them. Like, but she would be like y'all, 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 Everything was y'all, y'all, y'all. So I would be making fun of her, be like y'all, y'all, y'all. Well, by making fun of her saying y'all, I done started saying y'all myself. And I realized it one time, and I was like, "Oh Lord, I did it to myself." Um, so yeah. And then one time, I'm back up north for Thanksgiving one year, and I said and at the table, I was like, "Y'all," and my one of my aunts, technically my cousin, but I call them aunts, was like, "Y'all." y'all. And I'm like, "Yes, y'all. I live in New Orleans. I've lived there for how long now? You, you're not. I'm surprised I haven't picked up more." than just y'all. But let's see. Seeing a movie for three times. That's that's right. That's another thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, Funny story. Y'all sounds better than you-ins. Yeah. Aaron, I fought y'all for the longest time until I decided you guys wasn't gender neutral. I mean, I didn't necessarily fight y'all, but I did embrace y'all when I realized that y'all was gender neutral, I was like, yeah, y'all's a great word, gender neutral. uh, So when you're saying it, it, you know, you're just talking to a group of people. Y'all, how are y'all doing? And then if it's a large group of people, all y'all. Simple as that. Have you seen the movie Indian Summer? It's about summer camp. I don't, I may have. It's been a while. Benny Loco, never been to camp, never saw a porno. (laughs) <laughs> is that a lie and a truth or is that what? I don't know. Um, from DC area, went to summer camp, to West Virginia, mostly Jewish kids, but not religious stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. This one was totally like, you know, they wanted to speaking in Hebrew as much as possible. Um, that's probably one of the last times. I oh, know. I think the, I did take a Hebrew classes when I was in college, but I mean, that might, The Hebrew classes in college may have been the last time I spoke Hebrew, like, a lot. So I was watching that one show on 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 Netflix called Fauda that um, I was nitpicking their translation of the subtitles when they would be speaking Hebrew on screen, and then they would show what the Hebrew was, and it didn't match, and I was impressed that it didn't match, that I caught it, but still, I was like, it's weird, like, you're saying numbers, and the numbers on the screen don't match like that's weird like it's I, i'm it's fine like if you're gonna say like a year and a half in Hebrew and then put eighteen months in the in the words that's i mean it's the same thing, even though it's different words it means the same thing, but if you're gonna say like one two, three four in Hebrew numbers but then say eight six seven nine or whatever on the screen, that's not the same numbers um Aaron, we should play two truths and a lie. Oh, I don't know about that. (laughs) Jeff Curry, I tend to pick. Now, yeah, that happens to me too, though. Like, if I'm talking to British people or Irish people, I sometimes will pick up that accent. I will sometimes start talking like a British person if I'm talking to some British people for too long. Um, So better than you people. Yes, much better than you people. What do you mean, you people? Um, So anyway, sorry about me being stupid. I was like 13-ish, 13, 13, maybe 14-ish at the time whenever Spaceballs came out. Another thing. Here's one thing I'm mad about. Apparently, Mel Brooks made made a promise to George Lucas that he would not make any real merchandise for Spaceballs, which is sad because If he were to come out with Spaceballs 2, the quest for for more money, I would hope that George Lucas would allow him to make merchandise for that one because I really want baby yogurt. But let's roll back for a second. Watching Spaceballs. um, Well, two funny stories. Story A, um, my mom saw Spaceballs. I think she saw it the first time. She hated it. Saw it the second time. She hated it. Saw it the third time. She laughed. I don't know why seeing it the third time made it think it's funny or whatever, but I saw it a bunch of times as well, and I saw it and you know all the funny things, all the funny jokes, whatever. And then you know, see Pizza the Hut, Job of the Hut, Pizza the Hut. It's funny, giant pizza. It's funny, eating the pepperonis off of Pizza the Hut. It's funny because you know it's Job of the Hut, but it's a Job of the Hut that's made out of pizza. It's funny, right? No other there's nothing else necessary for me to laugh at that thing because it's just a giant blob of pizza that looks like job of the hut. Nothing else is needed there for me to laugh at that joke. I'm on a bus. I, I'm going to some camp. I don't know what camp, but probably a Boy Scout camp, maybe something else. I don't know. We pass a pizza hut, and I'm like, oh, pizza the hut. Pizza Hut, Mm. yeah, so because my brain didn't need to make the connection of Pizza Hut and Pizza the Hut, I didn't need to make that connection to make it funny, but then I realized, oh, that's the joke, that's the real joke right there, ha ha, I was dumb, kimchi, all 13-year-olds are stupid, fact, yes, that is very true. At least they don't – I don't know if all 13-year-olds are stupid, but all 13-year-olds don't think. They don't think. That's the thing. I have a 14-year-old. Sometimes he doesn't think because he has a brain, and he can use it when he wants to. Just he doesn't use it sometimes. Hey, Bowtie, how's it going? Yes, 34 counts. I forgot I was going to do this. One. One count. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Two counts. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Three counts. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. I'm not going to do all 34. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, Cynthia, what's going on? Um, It's been a forever since I've seen High Anxiety, but I do, I do like that movie as well. My My grandparents on my dad's side made it, like, had me watch a lot of good old movies, like good comedy movies, like a lot of Mel Brooks stuff, a lot of Marx Brothers stuff. So it seemed like, you know, Duck Soup, um, it's silent movie, stuff like that. So, West, their brains are in their gonads and armpits. Yeah, one thing I have to constantly remind my 14-year-old is deodorant. Please use it because holy crap. Uh, (laughs) But look, I've lived in 14 different states. I have a very mixed array of accents. That's the thing. Like I've only really lived in two. Like for a summer, I've lived in Texas. And for a summer, I lived in Delaware. I was born in Delaware, but only lived there for a month before we moved to Baltimore. So in reality, from like zero to 18 was Maryland from 18 to now was New Orleans um, with a summer in Dallas with about maybe five weeks or so, I guess, in Houston after Katrina, which doesn't really count. Um, But, yeah, so the majority of – all of my adult life has been New Orleans and, yeah, still haven't really picked up this accent. Um, But everybody – when I was Uber driving, everybody would be like, where are you from? Cause you don't sound like you're from here. And I'd be like, where do you think I'm from? And no one would be able to guess that the, the close one person was like, if I was going to say, I would say somewhere in the middle Atlantic. And I was like, you're the closest that anyone has ever been because no one has ever guessed anything close to where they think I'm from. But yes, I'm from Baltimore. Then there was one guy, maybe did i talk about this last week. I might have where this one passenger of mine just had no desire Absolutely none to talk. Like I was like, "Hey, how's it going?" Fine. Are we going to there? Yeah. Okay. And like I was like, "Okay, you clearly don't want." I I didn't say this. You clearly don't want to talk, so I'm gonna shut up. But I said to myself, "You clearly don't want to talk, so I'm gonna shut up." And but I don't know how the topic came up. I don't know how we started talking about something, but it came. It, it somehow it came up that he went to the, about his high school. And he was like, "Oh, I went. I went to some. I went to a magnet school in Baltimore. I went to Poly. I was like, I went to Poly. And then, he, then he was like, you went to Poly too.' And then he started. He, I couldn't get him to shut up. We were just, just blah 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 blah. So Benny, I've only lived in four. I kind of have a broadcaster voice. Many people can't tell him. You could, you could, you could come in and do a guest show with me, Alridge, if you have a broadcaster voice." One of the things when I was when I was uh, Uber driving, like I remember, like I had these. I think it was like four women in the car. I think they were in town for Essence Fest, um, or Bayou Classic, one of the two. And um, we were talking, and all of a sudden they were like, "Do you have a radio show?" And I was like, "In fact, I do." And they're like, "Wow, because you have a you have a voice for radio." And I was like, "Well, at least you didn't say I have a face for radio." And we laughed and chuckled. Ha ha ha. So, um, one of the funniest things that happened was, um, when I was dealing with one of my people that I used to think was my friend who harassed me and the host and most Nimbus Yosh with the smooth sounds of the Percy podcast. Um, we, uh, And I had to get an attorney to try and stop this dude's harassment. And so I called up the attorney. Apparently, the attorney listens to uh, Jeff Carrera's morning show as well as as I do. And so I called him up. And I was like, hey, how's it going? Uh, You know, just wanted And before I could get anything else out of my mouth, the guy's like, are you liberal, Dan? And I was like, what? Yeah, I, I mean, yes, I am. But how do you know? He like, I could hear it in your voice that you sound like liberal band. And I was like, yes, I am. I have liberal band. So there you go. Um, maybe I'll work in that bicycle. Michael, to do show. Yeah, if any of y'all want to like have a topic, y'all want to talk do with me. Yeah, I'd love to like you know have y'all on call in. We could do a show together. That'd be great. You know. Email me gmail.com. if any of y'all want to just talk about a particular subject. That would be that'd be a great idea. I'd love to be able to just do shows with with y'all. That would be awesome. That would be a uh, no. That would be a great idea. I think it's a great idea. I'm glad that can of worms is open. Just email me and and we'll we'll definitely work it out and get it done. Um, and we'll definitely set it in stone. Um, I just don't hold it against me. If, if something big comes up, and then you know, oh, we're fucking did so. And anyway, hey, TV two, what's going on? Um, I mostly resented my parents' generation screwing mine over. Uh, the big chill with the kind of read over worms. worms about worms. Well, thank you for coming in for the stream. do. do, do, do. To see about anything else. But so, I would like to talk about what's happening in Tennessee right now. So what you saying you're saying that the Tennessee the protesters were called insurrectionists. speaker equates Nashville peaceful protests against gun violence with January 6th insurrection. Sexton went on a new talk program on 98.7 FM, saying Thursday's protests were maybe worse than Election Dyer's 2021 attack on Capitol in D.C. Wow. I see. I never even saw that. A uh, top Republican in Tennessee's House called Thursday's protests over gun violence at the Tennessee Capitol an insurrection, drawing comparisons to the storming of the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, 2021, yep. House Speaker Cameron Sexton from Crossville, a Republican, obviously, made the comments during an appearance on the HAL show, not HAL Sparks, obviously, 98.7 FM. Two of the members, uh, Reps Justin Jones and Warrior Johnson, have been very vocal about January 6th in the Washington, D.C., but what that was, Sexton says, what they did today was at least equivalent, maybe worse, depending on how you look at it, of doing an insurrection in the Capitol. House Democratic leaders on Friday said Texas trying to change the narrative, demanded a Republicans issued an apology for referring to parents and children who went to the Capitol as insurrectionists. More than 1,000 people, including many teenagers, showed up to the Tennessee Capitol calling for lawmakers to address gun violence after six people were killed, including three children in the mass shooting. Protesters started their rally in front of the state Capitol, then they proceeded to the State House. shortly afterwards, entering in an orderly manner and passing through a security checkpoint operated by Tennessee state troopers. The demonstration in Nashville on Thursday were not violent, and in Tennessee, Department of Safety and Homeland Security said no arrests were made, no use of force incidents were reported, and no property was damaged. After the debate about a bill on school vouchers, uh, Rep. Jones of Nashville, Johnson of Knoxville, and Johnson Pearson of Memphis took to the speaking podium in the House using a megaphone to lead chants with the crowd gathered in the public viewing area. 45-minute recess was called. Uh, during which the Democratic leaders told the three to stop and huddled with Republican leaders on what actions to take next. Republicans speculated the trio was trying to get expelled from the House floor. Democratic leaders described what they did as a good trouble when speaking to the media afterwards. After the disruption, the House galloped back in and continued as if nothing had happened, although some disagreements surfaced. Sexton told reporters the three legislators would face consequences, including shipping them the committee assignments or possible expulsion from the House. Clay Clemens, chairman of the House Democratic Caucus, pointed out, many schools let students out to join in, in the rally for stricter gun laws after the Covenant school shooting inch- incident, referring to the protest as the equivalent or maybe worse than the January 6th insurrection is a blatant lie and is offensive, said Clements at his news conference. You show me the broken windows. You show me anyone who went into the Speaker's office and put their feet in a desk and trashed his office. You show me where a noose is hanging anywhere in the legislative plaza. You show me any violence that was done by anybody here speaking their mind and sharing their perspective and standing up for their children. State Representative Bill Mitchell of Nashville, Democrat, took personal offense to the statements, saying, Speaker should also apologize to Mitchell's wife and children who visited the House to join the demonstration. He argued that the only person who could have been injured was a teen put in a chokehold by a state trooper. Protesters were eventually banned from the State House viewing areas after the disruptive proceedings with a chance of shame on you and children are dead, you don't care. Mitchell contends the House Dauphine should have been cleared regardless. Uh, Video shows troopers pushing protesters to clear past the bathroom. Uh, Video Thursday's protest shows state troopers pushing through protesters to allow Representative Paul Shirell from Sparta to exit a bathroom. The troopers appeared to move three young individuals locking arms to block the exit. Shirell can be seen holding on the troopers as they surround him, escorting him back to the chamber. Clemens refused to disclose the discussions he had with Sexton and other Republican leaders on the House outdoor balcony, but he said he's had serious concerns that no actions have been taken against Sherell for making the statements about lynching three weeks ago. Sherelle made a forced apology on the House floor. Two days after he suggested hanging by a tree, he added legislation renewing firing squads as a method of capital punishment. So at 1 p.m. Thursday, most protesters had left the Capitol with only a dozen or so left as the House wrapped its session up at 1:45. of course, it's just, you know, verifying the fact that the Republicans who are, you know, the apologists for the insurrection will just do anything except for just say the insurrection is bad. Um, yeah, Tim Perl, far worse than January 6th. Absolutely. Completely worse. If, if you happen to be following me on Twitter. Eh, I've been having this discussion. and I think I have to just, just start a policy of no, no interacting with the trolls if you have less than 100 followers. Now, if you're an individual who's like following me because you like me and you're going to respond to me back and forth or whatever, that's fine. I'm, I'm not going to begrudge you for not having a lot of followers. But if you're going to just try and actively try and debate me and you're going to be bringing stupid BS to me, and if you have like 26 followers, yeah, I'm not gonna take you serious. I'm probably gonna just mute you and just go my merry way because yeah, this one dude was like, he tweeted at me and he was like, I was like, what do you think that, um, what do you think what was that? What is what does CRT mean to you? And he was like, CRT equals BLM plus uh, this plus that plus this plus this. Plus, um, slavery is bad or something like that. Plus this, plus this, plus this. I was like, okay, let's let's dig in deeper here. I was like, a, what does this mean to you? B, isn't slavery bad? And the guy has since refused to say the words "slavery is bad" and has come up with like memes that are like justifying slavery, and he's denying that the, that the people who were enslaved were raped or beaten, like, come on. And I was like, and every time he, I asked him to say slavery is bad, he posted another meme. So I did like the Phoebe, like, if you watched Friends, and Phoebe was trying to teach Joey French, and she's trying to teach him how to say, je m'appelle Claude, and Phoebe's like, je? And, she, and he's, Joey's like, je m'appelle Claude. And he's like, and and so I put slavery, slavery is, is, bad, bad. Slavery is bad. Here's another meme. Like, ridiculous. I'm just, they're so ridiculous. Hey, Megan, how's it going? Have you finished with Jeopardy or is Jeopardy not started yet? Um... Let's see, have you seen Oliver Stone's talk radio? I have not seen Oliver Stone's talk radio. Nadia, the theoretic fascists are going to do much nastier things than people are giving them credit for. And that's the problem, because no, yeah, the theoretic fascists have only just begun to be terrible. Like, they've seen what they can do, and they're going to keep doing it. And... The people who are like, oh, is not going to get any worse. They don't realize that it's going to get worse. Like the people, like people don't understand, like rights can be taken away in off year elections too. Like if you look at my, uh, the, the GOP coup, um, the four, the four uh, articles, the four videos that I've made about the GOP coup, where, like, the first one talks about Project Red Map. Like, that was back in 2010. That was 13 years ago where they developed this thing where they specifically targeted individual state legislature races to try and flip just a few just so they could flip state houses so they would be able to control the map-making processes so they could specifically redraw the maps in certain ways, so they'd be able to make it easier to not only win the state houses, but to but to win the Congress as well. Recently, did did that, that get restricted and, and re- returned back to a normal map in Pennsylvania? But in other states, it hasn't been returned to normal. In other states, you don't have that. Like in Ohio, Ohio has never been returned back to normal. Ohio is you have 15 seats now in Ohio. And three are Democrats, even though you should have much more than three, even though it's like sixty like percent like for Trump, I think the last time. So Ohio has become more red than perhaps it was in twenty twelve. But like in twenty twelve it should have maybe when it was sixteen seats, it should have maybe have been nine and seven instead of eight and eight. Maybe it should have been nine and seven. But at the time it was twelve and four. Like that's how they that's how badly they redrew the maps. And one of the problems is that, you know, people to bring this all back to the Trump thing and Trump's issues with, you know, the, his, his thinking that the courts are unfair to him. Well, one of the things that Trump has to do is, is if he gets convicted, he's going to appeal it to the appellate to the, level courts in the state level. Then he's going to appeal it to the state Supreme Court. Well, the state Supreme Court of New York um, is fair to Republicans. It's overly fair to Republicans, because apparently in states like, you know, red states, the, the, the Supreme Courts there have no problem with saying, hey, these maps are fine. We'll allow these horribly drawn, terribly imbalanced maps to give Republicans a supermajority, despite the fact that they don't have that big of a majority in the state. But in New York, that supreme court said no these maps are are weighted too unfairly towards the democrats despite the fact that nationwide they're weighted too heavily towards the republicans so we're going to force the democratic state legislature to draw maps that are much more fair toward the republicans and that's why the republicans that's part part and parcel to why the republicans won nationwide is because the supreme court of the state of new york decided that they were going to make the that new york have fair lines when every other state's not required to have fair lines, at least the red, especially the red states. So when Donald Trump gets to have his case heard in the state Supreme court of New York, assuming he's found guilty at, at the local level, he's going to have a fair Supreme court because they're willing, they'll be t- willing to take a look at it and are going to give him a fair shake, which is fine. He shouldn't get a fair shake. Every, everybody should get a fair shake at trial. But he's going to say, oh, they're not fair, it's, it's, it's New York, it's liberal. No, this is the same court that basically allowed the Republicans to take over Congress. Don't tell me that they're not fair to Republicans. Not at all. They're absolutely fair to Republicans. They're overly fair to Republicans, in my opinion. So... Tim Brown, next generation is made up of those teens at Tennessee's legislative Building who have grown up with all the ethnicities and friends, free from the closet, LGBTQ, hang on people, it's coming. And see, Tim, I want to believe that. I really do. See, like when I was 25, maybe 27, what was, what was I, I it was 2004, I was 27. When I was 27, I was thinking to myself, you know, things are going to be a lot better you know maybe in 10 20 years when when a lot of the old people die off and you have a lot of young people growing growing older a lot of these young folks are going to be older and then they'll they'll be replacing all the old people as they die off and 20 years later and we're still in the shit (laughs) like we still have a lot of the same problems because a lot of the young people are were raised by those old people and were raised to be terrible. Now maybe you're right, Tim. Maybe you're right that that maybe a lot of these young folks are going up. Maybe there are having a lot more people who are more woke these days. Maybe you are getting a lot of people who now, you know, are are seeing the problems with how, you know, things are and Maybe you do have people that are waking up, especially now that you've had Roe v. Wade overturned. Because I don't think the re- I don't think the Republicans are, are ready to admit, except for maybe Ann Coulter, that the, the the problem that overturning Roe v. Wade had. I mean, maybe Jeff Kuhner, maybe Jeff Kuhner. He has mentioned it a little bit the, about the, how turnout has helped. Turnout from Roe being overturned has helped a little bit bringing out people to vote. He still won't admit that Joe Biden won fair and square, though. He'll still say it was a sham. He'll still say it was fraudulent. So he, he hasn't been convinced enough that Roe was enough to bring enough people out to make Joe Biden win and get over the top. But Ann Coulter, for as horrible as she is, is somebody who is at least admitting the fact that yeah roe versus wade screwed them the overturning of roe versus wade screwed them but now we have what the the was it is it i think it's Tennessee still that has that attempt to pass that law to to make it so that people can deny others their the ability to uh get a marriage license if it's against their religion and then you're you're in a pickle or if you're a if you're a gay couple and you want to go to one of these people and get a marriage license and the person says, no, do you challenge it? Do you, do you try to find someone else to go to? Because if you challenge it, if you don't challenge it, well, then you're letting the person getting away with violating your civil rights. But if you don't challenge, but if you do challenge it and you bring it to court, you then start the process of, of bringing it all the way up to the Supreme court. And then once you bring it up to Supreme court, you let old Clarence Thomas get his opportunity you let Sam Alito have his opportunity to write another bad ruling because you know Sam Alito is going to get his crack at it. He's going to write another bad ruling just like he wrote Dobbs, just like he wrote Lily Ledbetter versus Goodyear Tire, just like he wrote Salinas v. Texas. All those other rulings that I predicted that he wrote when I, when I was reading Dobbs and I was like, I bet you he wrote those other things too. And he did because he writes terrible rulings. He's going to write a ruling on that too. It's going to be awful, God awful. And, and it, it's going to make some horrible statements about the Ninth Amendment and about how things aren't right, even though they are. And we'll lose more protections and we'll overturn Obergefell because, you know, that's the way this court is. And then what else will have, how many more rights will fall until enough people realize that they've done screwed up by letting these a-holes take control. Now the fairness off the table. It's kill or be killed. Theocrats are going to, to Holocaust and election rig their ways of unpopularity that might happen. there. I mean that's what Trump. I said it in 2016. Trump was following Hitler's playbook, point by point. He scapegoated an entire religion when he said he wanted to ban Muslims, total and complete ban of Muslims entering this country until we figure out what's going on. That's what he. That's what he. That's what he campaigned on, scapegoating an entire religion. Said you know he campaigned on xenophobia. Got to stop all the Muslims because they're sending a, uh, not all the Mexicans. They're sending murderers and rapists. Scapegoating entire religion. Said lying press, Lugan press is what uh, Hitler used to say. Try and uh, make sure that the people don't believe the media, because to make if they if they if they don't believe the media. If he, if he convinces your support, if you convince your supporters that the media is lying, then when the media reports things about you, they'll be like, oh, they're just lying again. They're not telling the truth. He's following every single part of the, of the Hitler playbook point by point to the point of maybe that's the reason why he's not, why he went in yesterday. I was half expecting him to not show up because I was trying to figure out which of Donald Trump's ego would win the day. There's the ego there – I was thinking, would he have the ego of I, the law doesn't apply to me, so I'm not going to show up? Or is he going to have the ego of, well, I'm above the law, so I'm just going to show up and flaunt myself because I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to get convicted of this? But then there's the special third option of, well, if I have to go to jail to follow in the steps of Hitler, just like Hitler went to jail, I'll do it, and then I'll win, and then I'll just get out of jail because they can't lock up a president or something like that. So, um, and then he'll continue following down those footsteps and then he'll, he'll announce that he'll want to create camps and all of his, his poorly educated followers be like, and then, and then people say, well, these are just like Hitler. No, it's different somehow. How is it different? I don't know, but it is. is mean, a message request on what? On Facebook or on? Thank you, Michelle. Appreciate you. Um, what's on Facebook? Do, 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 do. Let me see. No, oh, that's from... Yeah, egg off Twitter. According to Art of the Deal, Donnie had a single book that he kept close. MindConf. Yep, that's also true. Oh, an Insta message request. Insta. That's the word I was missing. Insta. I have to actually go into my, because I'm usually not on that one. Do, 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 do. Where is that? Da, da, da. I'm so usually not on Instagram. It's ridiculous. Requests. Not now. I don't know. I'm not seeing it. No, that's still the other one. (laughs) Darn it. What is wrong with this? There we go. Not now. There we go. I see it. And yes, I saw that too. So thank you. All right. Anyway, let's see how much time we got. We got 10 minutes left. Joe, everyone, that's that's the GoFundMe for uh, P-dubs. Give uh, her a shout out. If you have to uh, if you have the ability to help share her go fund me if you don't have the ability to help out monetarily um, that'd be awesome we all want to help each other out um, so Elizabeth he felt Russia had plenty of land area and it was his right to expand eastward yeah um, Uh, yeah. David A. They're rigging the elections with Jim Crow tactics and gerrymandering and everything else. USA won't be able to vote its way out of this. So if I can't get out of it, I'm dead. Um, I've heard that Ivana said it was a collection of Hitler's speeches. Yeah, but folks, Trump doesn't read. Maybe he ha- maybe now he just has the audiobooks. Mind Comp on audiobooks. I wonder who would be the person who reads the audiobook on a Mind Comp audiobook. <laughs> Wonder who would read it to him, who who would who would be the who would be the voice of the mind Kampf book? Would it be like you know Kevin Sorbo reading it for him, or maybe somebody doing an imitation of his own voice for him? <laughs> yeah, Megan probably made crayon drawings in the margins, probably probably scribbled little swastikas, little orange swastikas. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, so let's go. Just go ahead and I guess wrap things up. Yeah. So the so the indictments are pretty much a bunch of the repeated same things um, from February, March, July, August, of 2017. A bunch of things from 27 November 2017, December from from February from Valentine's Day of 2017 till December 5th of 2017 of uh, Donald Trump um, falsifying business records in the first degree. Um, There's no mention of which crimes um, that they were trying to um, do or trying to help do or help get away with or whatever by falsifying the business records that would justify it being in the first degree instead of in the second degree. So I guess we're going to have to wait a while, maybe even until December to find out whether or not uh, what those crimes may be. And we'll have to, I guess, see when motions will come up to see whether or not those motions will, those, those, uh, those motions will be successful or not. To see whether or not those motions will, uh, you know, I guess you'll probably, you'll even though it seems to be fairly clear that Donald Trump's uh, statute of limitations claims that his supporters are trying to make are not valid, um, I'm sure his lawyers are still going to try and make it. And I'm sure the prosecution is going to say, but he lives in Mar-a-Lago now, and he's lived in Mar-a-Lago since 2019. So that's four years that don't count against the statute of limitations. So there you go. Um, so he's going to do that. He's going to claim that, and uh, they'll claim that. I'm sure that those motions will fail. And then, um, you know, they'll probably make whatever all the motions about trying to move it down to a misdemeanor from a felony, uh, because you know they'll try and claim that the crimes are not just that the crimes that are being alleged. Are not our federal crimes, and as such, the state has no jurisdiction over them. And we'll see if that takes place. And so it's going to be a big, long mess. And um, again, we'll probably get to see some more um, indictments um, for other crimes, and maybe even the start of other trials before this one even starts. So again, I'm 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 very disappointed about the fact that we have to wait till December for this whole crap. It's very ridiculous, and and I'm not happy about it at all. <laughs> I, I'm a little, i a little ridiculous that we have to wait till fricking December. It's very silly. So anyway, just to remind everybody um, normally tomorrow I'll be on Twitch with my NerdyDan.com stuff, but I won't be because I'll be on a ship tomorrow. It's my first time going on a Disney cruise. We got, again, we got a good deal. Uh, third and fourth guests go free. So my kids get our kids get to come on it for free with us, which will be fun. We'll see how it goes. Leaving tomorrow, come back early Monday morning. So I will be on Twitch Tuesday uh, for my regular stream, and I'll be back online uh, here on Wednesday as well. So um, of course, so I probably won't have any time to make any videos between now and then. Maybe I might post something fun um, if I have any time to, to make anything like short, but I won't do anything, anything really well-produced or anything like that. But that is the end of this week's episode of Liberal Dan Radio Talk to the Left. That's right. Remember, if you have not liked the video yet, please remember to like, share this video. There's, if you haven't watched the two fat man rants, please go ahead and watch those after the show and share those with your friends. Put them on Facebook, Twitter, and the other social media that you might have to be on as well. Um, just ask your friends to subscribe to the channel as well. That's the best way to do it. Patreon.com slash Liberal Dan if you want to support the show monthly. Uh, you can Venmo or buy me a coffee.com slash Little Dan Radio as well. Until next week, this is Dan Zimmerman with Little Dan Radio. Off to the left, that's right.